Welcome to the Cool Girls Only podcast, where we talk about the excitement and uncertainty of navigating our 20s. I'm Maddie. And I'm Jordan. And we're so excited that you're here. We believe a cool girl embodies authenticity and confidence. It's cool to take control of your life, but most importantly, it's cool to learn from the mistakes that we all make in our 20s. A cool girl is on a journey to becoming her best self, and we are here to share our thoughts and learnings every Friday with you. Welcome to Cool Girls Only. Hey, how's your week been? My week has been really good. Just kind of chugging along. I, you know, just work and I'm trying to think what I did this week. Yeah. I feel like I didn't really leave my apartment this week. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, same. I, I went to the gym, I think twice, which I'm like super proud of because I've been very lazy lately, but yeah, same. Just kind of chilling in the apartment, working, getting shit done. Working, getting shit done. I'm really excited. <laughs> Today I got a new lamp from Etsy. It's like the cutest handmade lamp, but I'm like one thing I'm done with in 2022 is like harsh, ugly, bright light, and I absolutely hate the light in my kitchen and like that's the we don't like have a lamp, so that's the only light we use and I just feel like it's making me so Like, I I don't know. I just hate it. I hate the bright light. So I got a nice nice mood light over here and we got the soft light going in the apartment and I am just, it's a vibe. Definitely a vibe. I feel like our, yeah, our lights are pretty soft. I like them. Yeah. But I know that some people are like really against like really bright lights. It drives them crazy. I'm so like, I was in Trader Joe's yesterday and I was like having it. I wasn't having an anxiety attack, but I felt like I was about to like my, my head was hurting because the lights Mm -hmm. were just so bright. And I like, I don't know. I've never been someone who's super sensitive to light, but I feel like I'm getting to that point. It's very weird. I was reading like this Reddit post about the Trader Joe's that we both go to the Dick Hall market one. And people were going off about how much they don't like it. Yeah. What were they saying? They were saying that they never have anything in stock and that there's too many people that go to it, which there are a lot of people going to that Trader Joe's. Yeah, it's really busy. I mean, I like to go early on like a Sunday, mm-hmm. like literally when it opens, because I mean, I just hate I I just hate being in grocery stores or stores in general when it's like super packed. It's just not I don't think anyone likes that. It's just not a fun time. Mm-mm. But I I mean, I've never had issues with stock, but actually lately I went there on Sunday to get some stuff and the shelves were bare. Were they bare when you went? Like literally they had nothing. They didn't have milk. They didn't have eggs. They didn't have yogurt. Oh, dang. They like nothing. I was like, no, it wasn't, we- it wasn't that bad when we went, we went like right after I left your apartment and it was not too late in the day, which is I think why it was okay. But we usually go Saturday mornings grocery shopping, which is always like key, but I would love to go during like a weekday in the middle of the day and see what it's like, because I'm sure they have like everything. Yeah. I do that all the time. Like sometimes, you know, I'll just take a little break and go down there if I need Mm -hmm. something. It's just like so convenient. I, you know, too convenient, maybe. (laughs) Definitely too convenient. (laughs) At least it gets me out. Yeah, you're going to have the apartment, so it's a win. It is a win. Um, Well, this episode is all about comparison and confidence. We had a nice long chat about confidence. 
So why don't we get into our recs? Yeah, let's do it. So mine, to no surprise, is a Jen Sincero book. Um, It's called You Are a Badass Every Day, How to Keep Your Motivation Strong, Your Vibe High, and Your Quest for Transformation Unstoppable. So this one is a little different. It's like a daily reflection type book. So it's not like, I don't know, some sort of story that you're going through with um, Jen Sincero, but it's more so like exercises and like reflections. So I really like this in combination with her book, How to Be a Badass, Um, especially like confidence, comparison, like how we, you know, center our mindset around the type of person we want to be and like how we carry ourselves. Um, So I think this is a really good book to have if you're like, I know I want to change, but I don't really know how to do it like tangibly every day. Nice. You said it's like a daily thing. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's a hundred reflections. Oh, nice. So yeah, I, I think you could do it daily. When I got it, I think I did it like twice a week mm-hmm. when I remembered to do it. <laughs> I should right. do it again though. I should get it again and go through it. It's honestly hard to keep up with that stuff, but it does help. Like my record yeah. is very similar. It's the five minute journal. I have it right here. It's really cute and just chic and, you know, pretty. Um, but my mom got it for me for Christmas. It's, this is, I do this in addition to like my actual journal. So it's a lot of journaling Mm -hmm. and it's a lot to keep up with. So I haven't done it in a few days, but I really want to try and keep up with it. Basically what it is, let me just open it and see what the entries are. So it's like you do some entries in the morning and the evening, which I find the evening one is the hardest one to keep up with. Cause in the morning, I'll just like put that in my morning routine. I'll wake up. I'll like quickly journal what I'm grateful for and then like get on with my day. And I always forget to do the one in the evening, but the one in the morning has like, there's always like a quote on the day, which is, I think nice just to have like a quote to get through the day. And then the first thing you write is three things you're grateful for three things that would make today great and a daily affirmation. So I don't know. I found that journaling my gratitude has really helped me like feel grateful. I mean, obviously that's the point, but like, it's just helped me feel grateful in my life and like feeling like I have everything I need. You know, it just, it's been really nice. I really enjoy it. I need to feel more hard to stick with it though. Yeah. Do you feel more like positive throughout the day when you do it? Yeah. I feel like I need this in my life. Like (laughs) I'm like the type of person that if I have a bad like hour in the morning, it just sets the mood for my whole day. And I struggle with that so much. Yeah, it totally does. I totally agree. I feel like this sets the mood for my whole day. And it's also just like appreciating little things and like understanding these little things are what's bringing me joy and like really actually living in the moment, which like we talked about on our first episode, like stay first episode of the year, staying, you know, more in the moment and like appreciating everything a little bit more. And I feel like this just like is a like tangible way to do that, you know, because you can say all day, like that you want to be, you know, practice gratitude. And then like, Mm -hmm. there's not really a good way to do like for me, I didn't think there was a good way for me to do it. I didn't really know how to do it. So I think this is just a really good addition to like my morning routine. It's very quick. I mean, it's just a line. Like you don't need to write like a paragraph. It's literally like, what are you grateful for? One word go like Mm -hmm. super easy. Where did your mom get it from? I have no idea. 
Um, I'm sure you can get it online. I would, I'm, I would say maybe Amazon, but I mm-hmm. don't know. I think if you just, um, cause that one's cute. Yeah. It's really cute. It's like tan and just like very mm-hmm. muted color and just nice. Um, but if you just like search five minute journal, I'm sure it'll come up and I'll also link yeah. it in the show notes, of course. Yes. Those were our recs for the week and we will get into today's episode. This episode is all about comparison, and this was a requested episode, so from time to time we'll post a little question box on Instagram and ask you guys what you want to hear, because obviously we want to talk about episodes that you're interested in. And this was a requested episode, which I think it's such a good one. How to stop comparing yourself to others, which it's just a difficult thing. It's a journey. It is a journey. I don't know that there's ever like a time where you don't compare yourself to others i feel like it might be more so just shifting your mindset i agree i don't think there's an end game in this i think it's just human instinct Mm -hmm. to like compare yourself to others it's not like i I don't know i feel like everyone does it yeah like no one is immune to not comparing themselves like there's always going to be someone like the person you're comparing yourself to, they're comparing yourself themselves to someone else. Mm-hmm. And it just goes on and on and on. I mean, that's kind of the way I think about it now. And I feel like I heard that, either heard that on a podcast or read that. Like, you kind of just need to think about it that way. Like, I don't know. It is it is a journey, as you said. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's get into ways we've struggled with comparison and who we are comparing ourselves to. Do you want to start? I can start. So I think for me right now, big a big one is LinkedIn. <laughs> like I just hate LinkedIn in general. I hate going on um, mainly because I went on so much when I was looking for a job and I'm just like traumatized by being on LinkedIn so often. So that's my one thing. But I will say like c- career wise, it's it's difficult because you can definitely feel like you're behind or you're not making enough money or you don't have a certain title yet and you're seeing people maybe you graduated with or people you know who are at that point that you want to be at so I don't know I feel like LinkedIn is pretty big for me and Instagram of course used to be bad for me I think I've kind of shifted it a little like I I really understand that it's bad for me and I've kind of adjusted the way I use it Like, I don't even have the Instagram app on my phone anymore. I mean, we both love a social media detox, so that's kind of what I do. Um, But yeah, I will say for me, I don't know. LinkedIn is like a huge one. What about you? I love that you say LinkedIn because I think most people wouldn't immediately go to LinkedIn, but it's so true. I feel like I go on LinkedIn and I'm like, shit, I graduated with this girl and she's in a manager role and I'm not. I'm still like an associate or whatever. And you start Mm -hmm. thinking like, well, how much money does she make? And well, where is she at in life? And it's a clear, not a clear, but much more clear, I think, than like Facebook or Instagram. It's a clear indicator of success. Like yes. if you just got a new job and your title is XYZ and I know my title and my pay range, I can like quickly kind of like figure out where you're at in life and compare myself to that. And that's not like, 
it's not as ambiguous, I guess, as other forms exactly. of social. And, like, we know Instagram is fake. Like, we just know it's a yes. highlight reel. Like, I'm not trying – I'm trying not to compare myself to that and, like, my life to that because I know I'm posting what I want to post and so are other people. Like, that's just how it goes. But for LinkedIn, like, that's real life. Like, that's your job. And, like – Right. It's tan- uh. It's almost, like, more tangible, I feel like. Like, if someone looks really happy on Facebook, you're like, okay, but they're just smiling. They might not be super happy on the inside. Which, of course, is the case with any, like, job. But it's much more, like, ranking. Like, able... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can rank yourself really easily on LinkedIn very clearly with, like, salary yes. and titles. I know. Like, it's just easier to put yourself in comparison, I think. Yeah, I agree. It's it's weird. And it's a different one. I feel like when people talk about comparison, it's usually, like, Instagram or TikTok even. Right. Um it's yeah. usually looks it's usually of looks instead of yeah career which that's a huge thing too i mean i found myself feeling kind of shitty when i was on tiktok a lot like when i was i mean in tiktok in general the app like you could just spend hours on it like yeah i, I still don't have a tiktok and i don't plan on getting one no because oh my god it looks like an absolute waste of time it is <laughs> i oh my god i wasted a lot of time on it and like Whatever, if you like TikTok, I mean, you can find some really good stuff on TikTok. Yes, I'm not yes. going to lie. There are some really niche, like, cool people and creators on TikTok, and I love it. But there's also just... A they, lot of other shit. Yes, there's a lot of other shit yeah. that I just, like, I don't know. I just compare myself or, like, compare my lifestyle or my apartment decor or just, like... I mean, there's just so much you can... And that's literally the internet. Like, I'm thinking Pinterest... Instagram, mm-hmm. TikTok. I mean, you can just compare all day. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's that those are the main LinkedIn is probably the main one for me and then TikTok probably number 2. And in terms of like who I'm comparing myself to, I guess on LinkedIn it's like people maybe I graduated with, mm-hmm. like people I know that are like my age like they could be farther along in their career than me or maybe I'm doing better than I think I'm doing better than other people like it's just kind of a little toxic yeah I've also done some social like purges um in the sense of like changing who I follow but also I have done like for the first time I can honestly say a serious social detox like tell us kind of forced upon me so (laughs) (laughs) um maybe I'll great life changes are but yeah i got a new phone and i was locked out of my facebook and instagram and i remembered my instagram password i knew i could log in but for some reason for me like knowing i couldn't just touch the app and immediately have that like satisfaction of seeing you know like all the images and everything on instagram i would tell myself to just hold off like i'm gonna hold off another couple days i'm gonna hold off another week and i ended up taking like two full weeks off of social and then I logged into my Instagram and I was on it for like an hour one night and there was a point when like Caleb turned to me and started talking to me and I literally wasn't listening to him (laughs) like I could feel I could feel like him speaking to me in the corner of my eye and I could tell that my attention was not even focused at all and I literally fully in it yes I was oh my god like blinders on (laughs) exactly and it's like that ad campaign i believe it was really popular in asia um where it was like the phone divider like the huge phone screen that comes up against like you and your partner you and your kids or your family it came down to just like me being like 
fuck like this is disturbing that mm-hmm. this is happening to me right now and that this is happening to caleb like i'd be pissed if this if the roles were reversed oh yeah so that's when i logged back out of instagram so i've been doing like four to five days off of Instagram. And then if I feel like going on, I'll go on for like a short amount of time. And then I'm doing another like four to five days off. So that's, that's where I'm at with Instagram. Facebook, I'm permanently locked out. <laughs> Facebook sucks. So, so I mean, literally I, Facebook is ugh, just family. I, I have told myself so many times I would delete Facebook because I really do think it's just like shit. I I just don't like it at all. The only thing I use it for is to stay up to date, like you said, with my immediate family, mm-hmm. because they'll post on it, and like you know, my brother and his wife will post pictures of their baby, and I'm like, oh, yeah. I want to see like Hudson. He's so cute. I would say though, I know we talked a little bit about who we compare ourselves to. Um, it's not necessarily a hot take because this is like human nature, but I do compare myself to my siblings a lot. Mm. I feel like that's an easy comparison for me because I'm like, we grew up with the same parents, so Mm -hmm. there's no real difference in, like, how we were nurtured, I guess. Yeah. And for me, that's always been, like, I should succeed just as well as they do. You know, I was given no greater or lesser circumstance. I mean, yeah, I feel like as as a sibling I feel like that's the first step like you're you're comparing yourself to the people you grew up with who you were kind of compared to I don't know with your parents maybe at some point or like growing up that I think that's just a natural thing but it's so true yeah well and I think a lot of I don't know about you but a lot of my good friends from college were all doing different things like we're not all in business we're not all even like close to being in business or marketing so my friends who work in like a lab in a hospital I can't for me I feel I can't really like compare my success to hers because we're in totally different career paths and like journeys in life Mm -hmm. but my brothers are both in like business slash marketing type roles so it makes Mm -hmm. it easier for me to like fall back into that comparison mode yeah no I feel that that's I mean but it could also be helpful you could also use them as like guidance or like yes. just advice yes you know because it's like they're so much older than you or like not that much older but you know older mm-hmm. and a lot can happen in even like of course six years where your yeah. oldest brother is but t- even two years it's like I just can't even believe how much has changed in the two years that we've been in COVID so yeah, oh my gosh I think you know they're I see totally what you're saying like comparing yourself to them for sure or like being on the same path but there's a lot that can change in two years or six years so so true I think this has a lot to do with comparison and confidence in general but like the connection between self-talk and self-criticism and like your overall confidence this is like I I love this topic because I have had friends in my life that I love so so much that I've said like how are you so confident and like don't you just like constantly shit on yourself when you screw up and I'm like yes of course like everyone does but also you can't at least in my experience I cannot rely on anyone in my life to hype me up when I most need it Mm -mm. other than myself so like if you're not advocating for your own like self I don't know what the fuck you're waiting for like I know you know what I mean mm-hmm. and maybe that's like savage for me to say no it's so true <laughs> because people can't read your mind either right. it's like you need something from someone like you need to just be able to give it to yourself and like 
I don't know. I feel like the journey of self-talk and self-criticism is a a long one because I mean, I don't know when you have less self-awareness, I feel like you're harder on yourself. You just are not nice to yourself. You just, I don't know. At least that's my experience. Like when I was younger, I didn't like have positive self-talk or like hyping myself up. Like that just wasn't a thing. So I feel like as I've grown and like become a little bit more self-aware and understand how much that has an impact on your confidence, I feel like I've gotten more confident because of the self-awareness that I've kind of grown. And yeah, it's just, it's like so intertwined, like self-talk and confidence. If you're hyping yourself up, if you like believe in yourself or like know that your life is great no matter what you see on social media or whatever, LinkedIn, um, I think that really, really plays a huge role in like the way you show up in the world and just your confidence in general. Yeah. And I think like if we were sitting, we're sitting on a couch right now in Maddie's apartment. And if you said like, I don't know if you like I messed something up and you're like, oh shit, I'm such an idiot. I literally would be like, what the hell? No, you're not like, Like, don't say that. Like, don't, you know what I mean? Like, no, you're not an idiot. So in the same (laughs) sense, like when you find yourself, you know, shitting on yourself, like, oh, like I've gained so much weight or I shouldn't have done this or I made this wrong. I, I messed something up at work. Like, no one is going to like save you from that self-pity except for yourself and if you wait for someone else to do it for you like you'll be waiting forever because i can't always like be with maddie to be the one to say like (laughs) hey stop talking shit about yourself Mm -hmm. like that's not okay you have to be the one to do that for yourself and i think as soon as you get that through your head it just changes your whole life yeah you know no i agree it's crazy and like and who you surround yourself with too because like you said if you're helping your friends to kind of understand that then maybe that can change their minds about you know how they talk to themselves or like yeah I think just surrounding yourself with positivity helps as well do you actually like talk out loud to yourself ever I feel like sometimes I totally do yeah like not not all the time but I do I mean I work from home by myself so I I do find (laughs) myself talking to myself in my apartment at some points but yeah, I think sometimes that's just, like, the most effective way to get things across. Yeah, I agree. I, You guys know when I'm doing, like, job interviews, specifically job interviews for me is, like, the one that I always talk to myself. Oh, I yeah. will literally look in the mirror at myself, look myself in the eye, and be like, let's fucking go. Like, yes. you got this. Oh, my God. And I'll say that to myself. Hyping yourself up before a job interview, like, there's nothing <laughs> like it. Because when I used to do job interviews, I would be so nervous. I would be so, like, just not ready. And I would feel like shit. And when you're feeling like that, going into an interview, like you're not going to be at your best. No, like, and it ever. shows. It shows so much. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the same. Like, people, you know, always ask, like, I don't know, how do you have that type of energy? And you meet other people that are super social or they're just really, like, exciting to be around. And, like, we've talked before about being around people that drain you versus being around people that, like, lift you up and make you feel good and Mm -hmm. you have good conversations with them and you get energy from that interaction like be that person you know what I mean and it's it just I feel like being confident just completely changes 
not only your own outlook on life, but how other people interact with you. Yeah. You know, like that's the biggest thing is people are drawn to come. Exactly. Like if I'm in a meeting with 25 people and one woman keeps speaking up, I'm drawn to that woman. I'm like, I need to meet with her after this. Mm-hmm. She knows what's up. I'm going to ask her these questions because we just associate like confidence with leadership, with knowledge. Like it's just so important. No, literally. I mean, I know they're like the saying, fake it till you make it. I think that, I think that's helped me a lot because you need to fake it at least. Like if you, even if you're not confident, like just try, just try and fake it because people, like I said, are drawn to confidence. Um, okay. We were watching this documentary. Oh, what's it called? Um, have you heard of Elizabeth Holmes? That whole yes. story? Yes. Okay, we were just watching the documentary. How was it? It was insane. And like she is like fake it till you make it times a million, of yeah. course. She's but like the poster child. For it that. was the most I mean, yes. And that's like in a negative sense. Like she was faking it a little too long. Like it was just insane. Um, but the documentary was incredible to me because she just like I mean, she was so confident and like it was I mean it was clearly fake like if you haven't watched the documentary I think it's called Silicon Valley out for blood and it was about Elizabeth Holmes and like this whole like I mean it wasn't about the trial it was about her building this like fake company basically and just swindling people out of billions of dollars in investments Um, but she just gathered like all of these really powerful people and she was just able to do it because she was just so confident. And you know what? I think it was a little bit of delusion too, because she like actually thought she was Steve Jobs. Um, but yeah, I thought it was just like insane, like how she could just fake it for so long and like really, really, um, just bring people that are so like powerful together and like believe her i just this is very off topic because she's not who we want to be but like it's crazy yeah and it goes to show like she's a psychopath and Mm -hmm. she's like trying she's like swindling these people out of billions of dollars for this business because she's so confident like can you have enough confidence to get your promotion or get your raise like it's obviously don't take it to the absolute max you guys aren't crazy maybe some of you are we don't know but (laughs) (laughs) like it does go to show like how powerful confidence is and when you own a room and when you own a subject it changes how people listen and like Mm -hmm. how they interact with you it's it's just so important and i need to watch that documentary it's good it's crazy honestly but no it's fully so true like i exactly like you don't have to have a fake company that's losing people billions of dollars because it's not real but you can adopt that level of confidence to like you just said get a raise get a promotion make new friends like anything it's kind of endless opportunities well and i think it's also like a lot of us especially going into 2021 and like the year is starting we a lot of us have goals we want to you know do a lot of things maybe you want to get fit or you want to start cooking or redecorate your apartment like none of us are ever going to be able to finish that journey in a short amount of time so like fake it till you make it like you said you know start small and have that energy about you that you are on that journey and that it's happening right now you're in the midst of it mm-hmm. and it'll make the end point so much closer i feel like you know right 
Totally. So I know like you're obviously a very confident person. When did you, (laughs) when did you like see that change or like. Mine was a very like a very like classic story of a super chubby kid and then losing a bunch of weight. I did um, like cross country in middle school. I was really chubby. I was bullied. Like Mm. I really had a rough coming of age. Um, And then I started, you know, running a lot. I lost all this weight. I was thin. I grew my hair out. I started figuring out how to use makeup. Like Mm -hmm. it was a very quick transition for me. Um, And it made me so overly confident because I was already confident as this chubby little girl being bullied. I just was, you know, screw everyone. No one is going to be like super nice to me. I'm never going to get anything handed to me. You know, I need to figure it out myself. And it was a very like, I don't know, obvious journey, I think for me. So I had like lost all this weight. I was like already confident as this chubby little girl. And now I was actually like, wow, I can, you know, play this sport that I've always wanted to play and I'm actually good at it. And I can like, whatever, you know, have a boyfriend if I want. Mm -hmm. And just things happened for me, which is so fucked up how poorly like chubby kids are treated (laughs) and like bullying is real. And it was like a horrible traumatic time, but also like it made me the person I am today. Like I think I'm such a stronger person because of that journey yes and I also am like again I have this like I hate I need to stop swearing so much part of my new year's resolution (laughs) I have this like fuck everyone mentality that I've had since I was little because I went through that you know Mm -hmm. and so still to this day it's like I don't know why a lot of us have this feeling that like everyone cares what we do yeah because they don't no No one one, gives a fuck no one care because everyone's just focused on themselves when you think about it exactly so like people who are super self-conscious like i have girlfriends who are like oh my god i'm so self-conscious should i change my clothes like what am i wearing why am i doing this oh my god take a breath like he's not gonna be staring at the length of your jeans like (laughs) it doesn't matter wear whatever you feel confident and sexy in like i don't know why we have this constant like self-consciousness to us it I know. just drives me crazy because ugh, that's shouldn't. like I know that's something I started to try and adopt last year just like understanding no one cares like and if they do then fuck them like whatever I mean that's not your problem it's yeah it, it, it like can it's take kind of so changed. much energy from you yes it's totally changed like I don't think I would have started this podcast if I gave a fuck what people thought <laughs> like seriously like you just have to come to a point and understand like you can keep putting energy into thinking everyone cares about what you're doing or has something to say about what you're doing but when you really think about it no one no one is everyone's focused on themselves right like everyone is focused on their journey they're focused on they left a dinner and they said something and they're like oh I wish I didn't say that they're not focused on what you said they probably weren't even listening like literally that's so true and that is something that I still struggle with is like which is ironic because we're doing a podcast right now and like I say some absurd shit all the time but like that is something that I've realized I constantly look back on conversations I've had with people 
and I think about moments where I feel like I should have said something, something differently. Yes. You I know? have that weird, I have that too sometimes. And then I'm like, why am I doing this? Like, right, because you're not, right. I can't change it. Exactly. I can't change it. A lot of times I could learn from that situation. Like I could learn about how I should have responded differently or how to be more respectful in my response. But I can't go back. And like you said, the people that like I'm obsessing over these conversations about probably don't even remember the conversation and me bringing it up would probably just make everything worse (laughs) going back to you as a chubby kid Mm -hmm. but confident do you think confidence is something you're born with or do you think that was like instilled like by your parents or I think it was instilled I don't think it was a like nature kind of thing I don't think I was born with like confidence just like I don't think anyone is Mm -hmm. you know I feel like it comes down to how you feel about yourself and having a specific mindset. And for me, it was just a very quick, like palpable moment in my life that, you know, two years had passed. One moment I was bullied by these kids and I was treated really poorly and I just had this fuck everyone mentality, whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do whatever I want because what's going to change. And then all of a sudden I was really fit and like, you know societal standards of beauty like I was in that moment and I could tell that those same guys that were bullying me were now asking me out on a date Mm. and it was like this realization of like wow like this is so crazy and I'm not going to change who I am because screw all of you people (laughs) like you know and it just I don't know there's something about it it's good that that stuck with you that confidence yeah like I feel like This is getting into a therapy session now, but I feel like (laughs) as a kid, I was also confident. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of shifted when I started hanging out with certain people, like in maybe late middle school, like right before high school, I started hanging out with people and they just had these like insecurities themselves that kind of then made me insecure. Like I just remember I would hang out with this girl and she was just obsessed. Like she was obsessed with America's Next Top Model. She wanted to be a model. And, like, obviously in those days, I mean, models were just stick skinny. Right, Like, and we would watch it, and she would just obsess over it. And then I kind of started thinking, like, yeah, like, I would like to be a model, but, like, I'm not skinny enough. And then that kind of just, like, morphed into its own insecurity. So I think it's a huge, like, a huge, you're just so, like, when you're that age, you're just so moldable. Like, Mm -hmm. in high school, I was so insecure because of I feel like that starting point like like I said as a kid I was confident like I didn't have any insecurities as a kid but then when you hit those years where it's like you start understanding beauty standards it changes so fast yeah I I and I didn't say that at all I had the best friends you know throughout that time and we would go through things with each other and and you would learn like when someone needed a pickup and we were so overly confident (laughs) with with everything we did and it just contributed to so much of my success as a, a you know young adult I can't even like come to terms with how much my coming of age affected my successes in the last five years because it just changed my life like Mm -hmm. having people in my life around me and having a good group of friends and like like you said that early high school kind of phase 
absolutely saved me from I'm sure multiple eating disorders harming myself in any way like that is a tough time and if you like you said like I can't you know you were watching America's Next Top Model and you're like this gorgeous (laughs) I'm sure has always been kind of thin girl and imagine me like this super chubby little girl watching Mm -hmm. that thank god I didn't watch it and thank god I wasn't friends with whoever you were talking about like that and that kind of stuff it just it changes how you respond to life in so many ways that's so crazy well I'm thankful you got out of that friendship me too like it was toxic (laughs) from the beginning so yeah if you're questioning your identity and your worth in a friendship that's not get out get the hell out (laughs) Uh, well, I mean, I feel like everyone's on their own journey and finding confidence is literally like, I mean, it could happen, like you said, when you were young, it can happen in your 20s, even after college, in college, it could just literally, everyone's on a different journey. Let's talk about some things we want to try to stop comparing ourselves to others and like finding confidence or like our best tips and like what's worked for us. Yeah, I think the... Social media, not to go back into that hole, (laughs) but setting boundaries with social media, which I'm finally doing, honestly, for the first time, is a big one for me. And then also, like I've already said, I'd say it a million times, if you want a coaching session on it, I can like (laughs) talk you through it, but we need to stop caring what other people think. Mm -hmm. And like that's my biggest advice for people struggling with comparison is no one is you know worried about what you're doing like Mm -hmm. you're you're obviously your close friends and your family are like people care about you they love you obviously but these random people in your life that you think are gossiping about you or they're you know commenting on what you're wearing or what you're saying like you need to get that out of your head because they're not and if they are why do you care Mm -hmm. you know like you do you that's what's best what about you? Um, so I think figuring out what you value in life and like what you care about is so important to just understanding who you are so you can stop comparing yourself to like stupid shit that you really don't care about. Um, and then I also feel like practicing gratitude is something that's actually helped me. I actually got the five minute journal. It's like this journal my mom got me for Christmas and like it's five minutes a day. You do like gratitude in the morning and then like kind of recap uh, like what how your day was at the end of the day or something but I think the gratitude piece has helped me a lot because I don't know just being thankful for what you have Mm -hmm. kind of what we talked about in our first episode of the year like just being grateful for your life what you have like little things that you can be grateful for I think that has just helped me a lot Um, and then another thing that I kind of mentioned earlier was like, think about what you're sharing on social media. Like you don't want to share your imperfections. No one does. Everyone says this, but like Instagram's a highlight reel. It's not real. So just think about that. I feel like a lot of this is just truly like, like shifting your mindset. Um, And then my last thing is a little cheesy, but only comparing yourself to your previous self. Like, that's like really the only thing you can compare yourself to truly. So I think that like is a good way to like measure your growth and like, I mean, when you really think about it, like compare yourself, comparing myself to like even a few years ago, like I've grown so much and like that person would be so proud of who I am today. So 
that is a much better comparison because I feel like it's usually positive. <laughs> usually. I'm not saying always. Yeah. I really like the, the gratitude journal. Maybe I need to get that because I, something else that I struggle with is constantly wanting the next step, mm-hmm. like not necessarily the next thing, but like the next step in life. In life. Yeah. Yes. I've never, Present. I think, yes, I think Caleb and I like, you know, as partners struggle with this with like a t- our timeline and our journey like we get to one place and it feels so good but then we barely enjoy it because we're like okay what's next mm-hmm. you know what I mean like I know exactly what I mean we're in both in such a good place with our career and like our jobs right now and like we never really took a moment to like celebrate that you know yeah. and like why didn't we we should have like reveled in that success and you know appreciated what we had in the moment but instead it was just like okay so next is this this yeah. is the next like the position. next milestone yes. or like the next big thing mm-hmm. that's gonna happen yes i think that would be good for me is to like take a pause what am i grateful for little things in life mm-hmm. kind of thing no it makes a huge difference yeah love that love that and that's a wrap on this episode thank you so much for listening we really appreciate it If you want to stay up to date on everything for the Cool Girls Only podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at Cool Girls Only Podcast. And you can sign up for our monthly newsletter at coolgirlnews.com. All of our information is linked in the show notes. We would also love to hear any topics you're interested in or any guests that you think would be a good fit for the show. Feel free to send us a DM on Instagram. We would love to hear from you. Thanks again for listening, and we will see you next time, Cool Girls. Cool Girls.